Welcome into 10 Minute Warning. I'm Ian. And I'm Harrison. And we're going to start off with a trivia question. You ready, Harrison? Let's, let's do it. Harrison, my good friend, a big Auburn fan. I need I to ask him this question. Eagle. Can you tell me which active college football coach is the first to win an AP Coaches Poll National Championship in three different decades? 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. I'm not answering this. <laughs> Are you sure? You don't have any idea? Oh, I have an idea, but I'm not answering this. Just fuck that guy. The 2020s haven't been very long. But who could have won a national championship already? <sighs> that piece of shit. <laughs> the guy has no structural being. His arms are stuck to his side and looks creepy as fuck. Nick Saban. He just... <laughs> He doesn't look like a guy. If you didn't know he was a great football coach, he doesn't. As Chris Collinsworth would say, here's a guy you don't want to hang out with. Yeah. He looks like he got injured playing football. Did he? No. <laughs> but he looks like he had like a back injury or something. He's just like stuck like this. And he's pissed all the time. Now every all of our fans with scoliosis are going to be so upset. He doesn't have scoliosis. I'm not making fun of that. <laughs> I'm just making fun of him because I hate the guy. Roll Tide! Well, Wild Card Weekend is in the books. It was a good one. Man. Yeah. I mean... The Browns really... They put the icing on the cake with that crazy win. Like, we thought... we And, you know, we'll, we'll cop to this. We totally thought that was the game to miss. Yeah. I mean, I thought the Steelers were going to win that game. I was Easy. ready for bed, and then when the fumble, when Ben Ben didn't catch the ball, and and like they, they missed the hike. What does that remind you of? Um, it reminds me of a certain Super Bowl. A hundred percent did remind me of that War Eagle. <laughs> it really did, though. Or should I say, go Seahawks? Uh, go home, Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, go Rams. Um, not in whatever year that was. Right. 2012. It was, it was Super Bowl 48. Never forget. Yeah. Um, that's like a 9/11 memory. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it totally did. In all seriousness, uh, you know, I'm not still upset about that Super Bowl because they won one after it. But uh, in all seriousness, that's how it felt. Like people thought going into the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl that yeah. the Broncos were gonna put up a lot of points. Yeah, they were the highest scoring offense that year. Yeah, they were the highest scoring offense in history. That's what I mean. That yeah. year, like yeah. ever. So it was like. And the Steelers were the team that went 11-0. and mm-hmm. And, oh, they were just taking it easy on the Browns. Dude, the Browns. The head coach couldn't be at the game. Half the players, they couldn't even get in the practice facility, man. They had to put – at one point when offensive linemen got hurt, they put in guys that the announcers were talking about. They had to sign for the game yeah. <laughs> like, because they didn't have COVID. <laughs> like, yep. But how many – Times have I said it to you? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've said it on the podcast. The Steelers were that team that would get knocked out in the first round. You have said that a lot. I'll give you props for that. Yeah, yeah. No, you you definitely said that. And I um, I didn't see them losing to the Browns. Like I saw them probably not making it. Like I could see it happening. Yeah. they had been like once the football team took them down, it it kind of showed me like okay, that's how you do it. But I don't know, man. I just didn't expect. I didn't expect the Browns of the teams to beat them in the first round. That's I think had it been the Ravens, had it been the Titans going up against them, I'd been like, okay, the Steelers are done. I mean, they played those teams this year, and they played them close every time. 
But the Browns, I didn't see that. Yep. I mean, the Bucks handled business against the football team. We didn't quite get the upset everybody was hoping for, but you really never do. Yeah. Everybody, and it wasn't just this podcast, everybody was saying the team to look out for is the football team and the Bucks. Nobody was saying look out for the Browns. They were just acting like the Browns were ceremonially like eliminated already. They were acting like yeah. the Browns were already on their bus home. And now they look like the team that could be hot and dangerous. Props. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. But um, the Browns game was good. The Bucks game was a hard okay. The Saints game wasn't very good. No. The Saints game could have been better if the Bears could catch a cold. Mims dropped True. two great ones. Oh, and then uh, Anthony Miller was like, hey, we don't have enough wide receivers. I think I'll punch a guy and get ejected. So then they had less <laughs> wide receivers. Like, what a great idea yeah. that guy had. Smart thinking. The Bears, uh, as a team, though, I mean, we're done talking about them for the year pretty much, but Ryan Pace is coming back. The coach is coming back. Like, that extra wild card spot let them do enough to keep their jobs, and I think they might – get a shot to run it back with a different quarterback out of the draft. Speaking of Ryan Pace, interesting fact, I used to work for his dad. Really? His dad used to be the manager of the Hidden Valley Country Club. Oh, that's wild. Michael Pace. Michael Pace. Yeah. Huh. So, maybe not that interesting, but... Maybe we'll have him on the podcast. If Yeah, if we could reach out to him, we could be like, hey, can you come talk about your son? Yeah, please come talk about your son. Yeah. Dads hate doing that. Yeah. They never talk about it. How disappointing his son is. <laughs> he comes in. I love him, but he can't pick a quarterback. He comes in and he goes, I just can't get behind Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. mean, so the Bills game was my favorite. The Bills-Colts game, I mean, it was up, down. It was, even though the score was close, I don't feel like the Bills were ever close to losing, really. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like It felt like there were times where they might let it slip because they were the Bills. But I feel like if the Bills had been the Patriots playing the exact same game, no one would have worried. Yeah. They would have been like, they would have had the confidence. I agree. I mean, Bill Belichick at the helms. I mean, everyone would be like, this. they got it. Exactly. Yeah. People were just thinking, oh, this is the Bills. Have one good year and they get bounced. All right. But no, they did not. So yeah. let's start before we get into it. Let's frame up what we have coming up this weekend. We're going to do our 10-minute warning per usual after we go through a couple of topics the storylines for this weekend are pretty interesting. We've got Rodgers and Golf, both former Cal quarterbacks, mm-hmm. facing off. We've got Breeze and Brady, two of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Yes. Um, I mean, literally constantly changing who has the most career touchdowns and stuff. Like, they're just changing awards. Here, you take the award, I'll take it. If Drew Brees hadn't missed time, they would still be handing it off. I think Brady's got a healthy lead now. Yeah. Um, Allen and Jackson. Two dual-threat quarterbacks in the AFC, both from the same draft class. Mm -hmm. Interesting matchup. Finally seeing that draft class turn into something. Speaking of that draft class, Baker, Mahomes, the Texas Tech connection. Yep. So, it's It's going to be be an interesting week, but first... I'm excited. Let's start with a trivia question. Let's do it. So, I guess we'll count that last one. If you can count it. (laughs) Can you tell me which NFL head coach has become the second ever to be fired within three seasons of winning a Super Bowl? Oh, that would be the Philadelphia Eagles' Doug Peterson. Well, he would be the free agent's Doug Peterson, but yes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, unfortunately for him, he is the free agent, though. Maybe not. Yeah, I. so my personal opinion is he got fired a little early, and he's going to find a job pretty easily. Here's my personal opinion. 
and I don't know if it's even personal. Here's my opinion. This is now the third Eagles head coach to be fired with a winning record. Mm-hmm. This Andy is Reed, Chip Kelly, or not Chip yep, Kelly? Yeah, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly had a winning okay. record. He just he they just thought the Eagles get this thing where they get to the end of the year and players start speaking out, yeah. and the owner just always sides with Howie and the GM, mm-hmm. and like why? So what? From what I read. Uh, Part of the problem was Peterson thought he had earned enough to pick his own coordinators, and Howie did not want to give up that power to Peterson. Yeah. Which is stupid. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's the coach. He's got to be able to work well with his own coordinators. There's got to be a chemistry there. Coach should pick it. And so then your coach comes to you. Your coach who won your first Super Bowl for your city. Mm-hmm. You remember when Philly was going to the Super Bowl, and they're doing the two weeks of Super Bowl coverage, and the owner talks about kind of growing up a Patriots fan or something, but then in Eagles, and then he's all Eagles, he bleeds green, he just wants it to happen, right? Yeah. Well, you now have a statue of Doug Peterson and Nick Foles at your stadium. Doing the Philly Philly. Yeah, and you have have to explain to, uh, every Philly fan has to explain to their kid at some point, who those two men are now. Yeah. <laughs> because three years they were there. Like Nick Foles wasn't after he won anyways, but Nick Foles spent more time in Philly probably between his two stints yeah. than Doug Peterson did for winning a Super Bowl. And the fact is like those kids are going to be like, why is he not stuck around? Why they not keep him? And then the parents are going to cry. Yeah. And then they're going to need more tissues in all the bathrooms. And they're already crying because they let go of Nick Foles. Cause Nick Foles for some reason worked in that system and no other system. And then now they're going to be crying because who knows? I mean, it depends on who their next head coach is, but I have a feeling it's not going to be as good as Doug Peterson. I I would argue that that's the worst job available of the head coaching jobs. For sure. It's the toughest city to coach in. It's a tough city. You apparently don't get to pick your own coordinators. Yeah. I mean, and the GM, uh, I don't know what Howie has on him. Howie Roseman, I don't know what he has on him, but he, he must have some sort of dirt on the owner. Mm-hmm. Because did Doug Peterson give Carson Wentz the contract, or did the GM? Right. Yeah. Who's who is not paying Zach Ertz and pissing him off? Exactly. It's not the coach. None of this shit. Who's making the terrible draft picks? It's him. It's all the GM. Yeah. And it's like it's like what what happened with the Washington football team for like a decade. After like three four years, they're like get rid of Bruce Allen. Yeah, and they're calling for Howie Roseman to be gone in Philadelphia. That, that's what all the comments say is like. He was the problem, not Doug Peterson. It's so stupid that they let him go. I think Doug Peterson, there's a lot of jobs left open. I mean, only, what, has one head coach been hired so far? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of jobs open. If Peterson, Peterson should have his pick of jobs. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't get it, he should do exactly what Andy Reid does. Take a year, recharge, hang out, plot, look, study, figure out where to go. Find your name in the talking about keep your name out there yeah find your kansas city i don't say i've heard some people say he might take a coordinator job pull like a jason garrett yeah i don't think he needs to do that i think he needs to take the year off i've heard the jets see now that makes sense i've heard there's a connection there yeah Yeah. i mean the jets make sense because the jets need an adult like that somebody proven Mm -hmm. they can't bring in if the Jets bring in another coach that they're hoping does it for the first time, what are they saying to their fan base? Well, I think also, like, they need a Super Bowl-winning coach who can take that young team and be like, guys, this is what we're striving for, and this is how we achieve it. Yes, I've done it. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, exactly. And 
I just don't. I mean, if my team needed a, a head coach, like, welcome Doug Peterson. Right. I mean, the Sudfeld thing, the Sudfeld game against the football team is not enough to fire you after, after it's the only year he's missed the playoffs since he got the job. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do is I know they haven't missed the playoffs, but if you look at that team and they were in any other division, they would have missed the playoffs ever since the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they aren't, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like it's like it's when... Just, uh, it's still, like, embarrassing to yeah. be that team that's, like, five or six wins making the playoffs yeah, and but getting I, out in the first round. Like, you know as an owner and GM, like, our coach isn't doing it. Yeah. In your division, we'd be done. You know, maybe the reason the coach had to put in Sudfeld to see what he had was because of the GM picking Jalen Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's ridiculous, but... We digress. Uh, the big news of the day, Urban Meyer finally re- works out the deal with the Jags. We all, I, w- I don't want to say we all, but I always had a feeling he was going to take it. Yeah. So. That or L.A. I really thought. I mean, I heard there was a connection there. So I never thought he would go to L.A. I, I don't know. I, I heard rumors the big he, city. I heard rumors he'd go to USC. The reason I thought he'd go to Jacksonville, honestly, is because he already has a home there. Yeah. From Jacksonville Florida. was definitely the first pick. That's, so that's what I thought. And he really wants to keep – he wants to stay in Ohio near his grandchildren and mm-hmm. keep that relationship going. And it's a lot quicker flight, I think, from Florida to Ohio than L.A. to Ohio. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't fly planes. I'm not Sully. I'm not Captain Sully, but – Well, I mean, he's also playing teams like the Indianapolis Colts that he can just hop right over to Ohio 